Welcome to the Love with Intelligence podcast. My name is Lily Walford. I am an international relationship and dating coach, and I'm also a behavioral profiler. We believe that every woman deserves real, honest, and genuine love, but not every woman knows how to get it. And during the episodes of this podcast, we will be sharing with you the solutions that we have created, which are the best within the industry, so you can find real, undeniable love. Hello. So today we're going to be going into a very juicy training. So five ways that you can avoid dating a commitment phobe. So during this training, we're going to be diving into how you can avoid attracting distant or commitment phobic partners, how to recognize a commitment phobe, no matter how good they are at hiding it, and what needs to happen for you to break that pattern. So for those of you that are new to the channel, please feel free to subscribe. My name is Lily Walford. I am an international dating coach. I specialize in behavioral profiling, body language, and I use behavioral psychology to support people to date safely and successfully. And I've also been in a um, in international and national press. So let's actually dive in. So why is it important to avoid a dating um, commitment phobe? So the thing is, you don't want to end up in like those one of those dead end relationships. I almost call it like dating or relationship purgatory, because it's like you, you go and start dating them, you think it's going so well, then all of a sudden you're either ghosted, or it takes like another month for the second date and another month for the third date. Or you're in that horrible place of you've been dating for a while, maybe six months, but it's not really moved anywhere to that kind of relationship place. Or you've been you've been in a relationship for two, three years, but there's been no talk of engagement. There's been no talk about the future or moving forward or moving to that next stage of your relationship. And the thing is, you don't want to waste that kind of time on the wrong one. You don't want to commit to a relationship where someone hasn't fully committed to you. And the thing is, when you're in those type of relationships, you're going to feel like you continually need to work for love or ask for love, you know, do things to so you feel needed and wanted and and taken care of in that relationship. And that's a horrible place to be because you should be loved for you and who you are, not what you do, not what you say, not what you wear or anything like that. And what this, this, what this actually leads to, if that relationship then breaks down, it lowers your self-esteem. So then when you go to the next relationship, your, relation, your standards of a relationship are lower because you've taken that hit to your self-esteem from that previous relationship. So you go ahead and you try and meet someone, but you meet someone a little bit lower on, you know, on your standards, which is no good because you're always going to be thinking, what if? Uh, And the other side of things as well is when you're going out dating, you're going to feel exhausted. You're going to feel exhausted about relationships. You're going to feel exhausted about actually meeting someone and thinking, do you know what? Is it really possible or am I just better off staying single? And then you get that horrible stage of, oh, I'll just focus on my career. Well, look, you can only do that for so long. Okay, you can only do that for so long because at the end of the day, we're playing with biology here. You know, we are driven for connection. We're not meant to be on our own. Okay, it's great to have uh, independence. It's great to, um, uh, you know, love yourself and have that time, that space for yourself and grow by yourself. But we all need people around us. We all need love. We all need connection. 
So the thing that I want to share with you and the reason why I want to do this um, training today is so that you don't have to waste time with the wrong ones. You can actually enjoy dating with dating someone who's emotionally available, who's ready for a relationship, who's ready to commit. And I think the other side as well, you want someone who's an equal. You don't want a fixer-upper in a relationship. You want to go into a relationship and go, do you know what? That person, um, I can trust them with things. I can trust them to, to bear the load if, if I need them to in relationships. Because we all go through relationships, highs and lows, where, where each partner has their time where they have to hold the frame whilst the other partner goes for what they go through. And you don't want to be the partner who has to continually hold the frame for someone. And this is what you can tend to get in commitment phobic relationships. You end up with a child in a relationship rather than an equal or an adult. And the other thing as well, you want to be able to go into a relationship where you feel that you're safe enough to open your heart with them. And you actually want to feel excited about building a future with them rather than, oh, do you know what, I'm going to have to sacrifice this. Or if I want to have kids, I'm going to have to bring in the money and I'm going to have to, you know, have the kids and I'm going to have to do this. And I'm going to have to do that. You don't want to live a relationship, you know, be in a relationship like that. You want to go in a relationship where you're like, I'm going to be fully supported by my partner and I can fully support myself too. Okay, so you've got options rather than you have to be the breadwinner or you have to be the person that they emotionally rely on. Okay, so that's really important. So the important element of this as well, you know, I sort of talked a little bit about standards. To start off with, before you even go out dating, especially if you started attracting commitment vibes, I want you to look at yourself. I want you to say to yourself, are you the person that you truly want to be? Or do you feel like you're looking back and you're going, oh, do you know what? I was so confident back then. Three, four, five, 10, 15, 20 years ago, I was so confident. I was this person, da, da, da. And you almost feel ashamed of where you are now. If you're in that kind of place, you're not in a healthy place to build a healthy relationship. So what I do suggest is go ahead and check out the Desired Woman training in the links below because I literally dive into how to really rebuild yourself up and how to go from single to going into a committed, long-lasting relationship. I go through our actual strategy of what we use for all our clients. So um, definitely check that out. And it's only 30 minutes long. And for the sake of 30 minutes and improving your love life, it's freaking worth it. So... Let's actually move on to the steps then. So let's say that you've met someone and you're thinking, okay, is this person a commitment phobe? So the first thing that I do is check out their childhood. What was their childhood like? So, and the reason why I say childhood so important is because this is where we start to create our subconscious patterns and how we look at life. And also how we actually treat ourselves within our relationships. This is where we actually form our identity. And it's almost like, okay, this is how people treat us. This is how people are in relationships. This is the way, um, this is my place in life. And what we do, we recreate things in relationships. We recreate we, we our parents' relationship in some sort of way. We um, recreate our emotions of the way that we felt as a child. And we bring that into relationships or into our work or into absolutely anything. And we play things out a little bit like a trauma response. We play things out until we have fixed it. And then we hit the next level of playing things out until we fix that. 
So even ask, what was their childhood like? What was their relationships with their parents like? What was their parents' relationship like? Because if we are exposed to a toxic relationship at a young age, or we're looking at a relationship and going, oh, I don't want one of those, or they look at a relationship of being stuck or a relationship that's, you know, commitment for life. And, you know, there's all this pressure around it. They're not going to look at a long-term relationship and go, I want one of those. They're going to go, wow, that's prison. <laughs> so look at what they actually say about their childhood. Another thing as well is check their empathy. So look at the way that they connect with you. And I have this saying that we can only connect to someone as deeply as we are connected to ourselves. So if we're really connected to ourselves, we're going to be able to connect with other people at a deeper level, but only to the level that they are connected to themselves. So if you've got someone who's not very connected to themselves, you're not going to fully connect with them either. So when I say about their empathy, if they are not very connected to themselves and you tell them a sad story, they're not going to fully empathize. If you tell them a really happy story and something that you feel really good about, again, they're not going to fully empathize. They're not going to fully take in you or see you or see how you feel or see what's important to you, which is really frustrating when we look at the, the, the four C's of a healthy relationship and we see the consideration piece because for consideration, you need empathy. Now, people who are commitment phobic won't have a lot of empathy for other people. And the reason is, is because they don't have a lot of empathy for themselves. And um, I'll kind of go loop back to the last point that I'll share with you. So we've got, what is a childhood like? Check their empathy. The next one is look at their reaction to long-term relationships. Talk about a long-term relationship that you admire and see what they say about it. You know, do they feel that it, it's something that's um, not obtainable? Do they think that that person's faking it? Do they see that relationship as a prison? Look at the language that they're using, okay? And look at their reaction and, and the story that they're telling themselves about long-term relationships. Are they going, oh, wow, that's magical. I'd love to be able to have something like that. Or are they looking at that and saying, wow, that's ridiculous. How on earth do people stay together that long? Yeah, that's a red flag, by the way. You know, look at what they are saying. Look at their reactions because that will share, that will share so much with you about what they believe about long-term relationships and also what they expect your relationship and your connection is going to be as well. Another thing as well is check their sexual boundaries. Are they more keen to talk about sex? Okay, are they more keen to actually go, oh yeah, you know, that's, let's turn this whole conversation about sexting. You know, I mean, if we hear this all the time, don't we? You know, if, if they're trying to turn that conversation into, you know, sexual flirting and trying to push it towards sexting, it shows that they're not really looking for that emotional, intimate connection. They're looking for a bit of you know, gratification to go, oh, I'm attractive and this is what I can do theoretically over a freaking text message or email. Yeah, okay, boring. Um, and this will show that they're not really looking for that, that connection. They're just looking for something that's a short-term fling. You will not direct the conversation in a very new relationship to sexting if you haven't you know done your groundwork first if you haven't showed that you're really committed to that person you know if you if you're it's just not a very considerate thing to do you know if you want if you're actually serious about someone and you want to make them feel loved the first thing that you're gonna you're not gonna do is try and turn it to sex really quickly 
you're going to take your time you're going to be patient with that person you're going to be empathizing you're going to be checking in in with that person you're not going to be going okay let's try and move it to sex really quickly okay so if it is going towards sex really quickly ask yourself do i feel cared about with this person or do i feel like if i don't talk about sexting with this person that they're going to suddenly disappear off the face of the earth and you know the answers that answer to those questions will give you an idea of where that person's at but also where that relationship's going so if you're acting out of character in order to keep a relationship check out your pattern and your self-worth there and i Definitely, if that's what, if that's you, definitely go ahead and check out the Desired Woman training because that will share with you how to break that pattern. But um, uh, yeah, and that's really important to look at because that's saying that your self-worth or you don't believe that you're kind of enough in that relationship. You're, you're actually relying on what you do, what you look like, what you say in order to impress people. Okay, and that can lead to codependent or very toxic relationships and you want to break that. So definitely check out the desired woman training. And that's in the link below, by the way. And then the last one is how seriously do they take themselves? Okay, so do they take themselves seriously? Do they take their life seriously? Do they have their life together? Because again, the thing about commitment phobes, they don't tend to take themselves that seriously. They don't have very high self-worth. And that literally has such huge repercussions within the rest of their lives because they won't have the a good career prospects they won't have um you know good self-esteem they won't have a, a secure living place they won't have secure finances and that's not the type of person you want to build a relationship with because if you're building something with someone who's lacking, it's going to suck away from your resources, your emotions, your finances, and everything else. And that's not good. Because at the end of the day, you want to have someone who's an equal to you. So then you can come together, build the resources that you've got together to build that relationship up. Okay, you don't want someone who's just who's just going to literally suck you dry. You want someone who's actually going to build you up and you can grow and evolve together. So have a look, you know, ask some questions, ask them about their career, ask them about what they want for the future. See, see what they actually have in store for themselves. Do they believe in themselves? Do they believe in what they do? Or are they just going, oh, life's too short. Don't take yourselves too seriously. I'm looking for a drama free and da, 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 da. Forget it. <laughs> because you don't want to be dating a child. You want to be dating an equal. So like I said, even before we even get to that stage, if you want to stop attracting those type of relationships, go ahead and check out the Desired Woman training because this will raise your standards, this will raise who you are and you'll become more of who you are and feel confident within that. And that will stop a lot of the commitment phobic relationships. So, but if you actually go on a date and you wanna figure out if someone's you know, commitment phobic, ask them, what was their childhood like? Check for their empathy, can they empathize with you? Look at their reactions to long-term relationships. Um, do they have good sexual boundaries or are they always pushing the limits? Are they trying to turn things sexual really quickly and really early on? And also how seriously do they take themselves and do they have their lives together? So ask yourselves those questions because that will give you such a clear idea and a clear understanding of whether that's a person who's gonna be, uh, you know, who's built the right foundation or not to have a great relationship with you. And before you do, you know, before you actually go to that place, 
you know, check out the Desired Woman training because that will help you to become more of who you are. And that will stop you attracting those type of relationships in and it will stop you from settling for those type of relationships too. So do go and check that out. But also let me know if you've got any questions. This Sunday, we're actually doing a Q&A on this within our Facebook group. So I do all my Q&As within the Facebook group and I'll put a link of that below as well if you do want to check that out. So I'm going to leave it there. I hope you've enjoyed this. Take care and bye for now.